This is Movie Zaggots. We take your favorite actors' movies and match them against each other in a head-to-head tournament to discover the best movie. And now your hosts, Chris Zimmerman and Marcus Murray. What is going on, you Zags? We are halfway through our retrospective of the decade that was 2010 through 2019. I'm joined here, as always, me, Marcus Murray, with the man, the myth, the legend, the probably one of the smartest movie guys I know, Chris oh, Zimmerman. Well, Welcome. thank you. Yes. Hello. This Welcome is... to your show. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's great to be here. Thanks for having me on my oh, show. Yay. You know, we spent uh, Sunday evening watching the Oscars, you and I texting and tweeting, and this, it was a blast. It was, it was a pretty enjoyable Oscar event. I, I, I liked talking to you. I thought the Oscar show as a whole was atrocious. Um, Sorry, I, mean, I, I meant the entire experience. Okay, I like the experience, I mean, because you and I were on the same page on a lot of stuff, even to like the Billie Eilish cutaways, we were on the same boat. Oh, those were great. <laughs> <laughs> she was my spirit animal that night. I mean, just what was the point of having Eminem perform a song that he won an Oscar for, but never accepted all those years ago? I didn't right, get it. Right. I even, because I remember thinking, wait, he, he was not there. It was just that dude with long hair. And right. then I went back and watched, and I was, it was perfect. But, <laughs> but dude, that tweet of mine blew up so many millennials defending her. Like, Ooh, that song's as old as she is. I'm like, yeah, but I know Beatles songs. I know <laughs> Stones, and there's a lot of old songs I know. I can yeah, sing Hotel California. Oh, me too. Um, can you sing and play the drums on that song at the same time? I can sing and play the drums on any song at any time. Of course you can. God, you're just perfect. <laughs> I know. So magnificent. But speaking of <laughs> magnificence, if we're still talking about the Oscars, Parasite won, dude. Best director. Best picture. So I'm, good. I'm super stoked. I'm so happy. And uh, maybe that might make a best of 2019 <clears throat> list in a few weeks. Mm. It will, because it's yeah, on it mine. Will. It's on mine, too. Yeah. <laughs> we'll, we'll talk about it. I'm, I'm still like trying to fully soak in, because I um, I watch, I watch try to watch every Oscar-nominated movie, you know, if I can. Uh, at least best picture. And so I re-watched... Ford versus Ferrari on Sunday because that was the one I saw first. It's, uh, it's super solid. I I, I really like that movie. <laughs> that was so good. It was really good. But uh, we're not here to talk about the Oscars, the Oscar-nominated movies, or the Oscar-winning movies. We are here to talk about the movies of 2015. Woo! Very nice. Yes, 2015. I'm not going to lie, probably not my favorite year. Uh, at the movies this decade, just kind of looking at our brackets. Really? Definitely, yeah, definitely a lot of standouts, but I'm looking at the bracket. There are some that just uh, aren't terribly important to me. There, See, for me, it, see, and I wish you had a pad to do. Right. Not terribly <laughs> important to me. Because that would have been perfect. But <laughs> I, I look at this and I think, holy cow, there are some just big movies here. And I mean, there's, yeah, of course, on the bracket of 16 of the best movies, there are some that I'm like, meh, you don't deserve to be there <laughs> at all. I, I, I'm looking at a few, and I think a few were on my list, and I'm like, meh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, uh, you're the let, cause of number five. Yeah. You doofus. 
and it, it, it might not make it through. But anyway, we're getting ahead of ourselves, Chris. So if you're joining Movie Zagats, thank you so much for listening to us. Um, Chris and I love doing this. We're back every week having a blast. Um, anyone who's new, who've um, heard friends or seen us pro- post those Bernie Sanders memes, asking you to once again – Listen to movie Movie zaggots, which is great. Um, What Chris and I do, we take, um, well, in this particular instance, we're taking the top 16 movies 2015 seated and according to uh, our ranks and our contributors uh, based on lists that Chris and I both submitted. And uh, we're putting them in a March Madness style tournament bracket system to determine what the best movie of 2015 is. So we're going to talk about these movies, our thoughts on them, and organically or not so organically, if we can't reach an agreement, we're going to determine who the winner of 2015 is. I think we're going to agree a lot on this, though, Chris. I, I don't know if this is going to be quite contentious as the past few episodes. Yeah, there's there's a few on here where I'm like, oh, I cannot, I cannot wait to unveil my ramblings for why I hate said movie. <laughs> uh, of course, of course, yeah, you're, you're always hating the movies. I, I love... I love film. And I, I, lo- I love cinema. I My love favorite cinema. films are Citizen Kane and Boondock Saints. <laughs> I, hey, Boondock Saints is... I would I would watch Boondock Saints over Citizen Kane. Man, sorry, film nerds. Oh, God. All right, well, let's, let's get into it, Chris. Let's start the battle. The battle begins. <laughs> wow. Wow. Round one fight. Those are so dumb. (laughs) I know. (laughs) All right, so we have the number one seed, Mad Max Fury Road, versus the number sixteen seed, The Gift. That that was on my list. The Gift. The Gift. I really enjoyed this movie. I always just think of uh, Harold and Kumar go to White Castle (laughs) with this movie because we're watching The Gift because Katie Holmes shows her. She shows her boobies in this movie. Um, but that's that, not the gift that we're talking about. No. I know. So here, here's here's why this ended up on my list. Uh, Dan Merle and I from Screen Juggies were talking, and he messaged me, go see the gift, don't watch a trailer, don't look at a poster, go in as cold as possible. And so I'm like, great, I will. Absolutely. Done deal. So I went, and it was opening night straight out of Compton, and I saw the gift in a theater alone, I and I just I really enjoyed how unnerving it was, and it made me uncomfortable. But <laughs> but number one, <laughs> uh, I rewatched it like a week ago, and I'm like, oh, this is rough. <laughs> <laughs> And it's only because the lists were already sent out, and uh, yeah. And Katie Holmes I, isn't in it showing her boobs, so. <laughs> but, that, that would be me. That would be me on a Saturday. I'm going to watch The Gift. I turn this on. I'm like, wait, where's Katie? Oh. And I, yeah, I'm probably just holding that against that movie. But it's a bad reason, I know. But it's, it is no Mad Max Fury Road. No, sir. Because holy cow. What a trip of a movie! It's, and talk about like a great genre buster that like broke through to you know the Academy Awards, right? Um, it's thing that all fanboys wanted, critics wanted, and Hollywood listened. And I was I was shocked. I was shocked it got all those nominations, and it won. It won a lot of technical stuff. And I remember that night just going, 
is this going to be like best director or is this going to happen? Um, ultimately, it didn't, but it was really cool to see that movie break through just in the award circuit. Um, and we'll talk about it more as we uh, go through the tournament, but just a tremendous action, all time action movie. Um, yeah, Mad Max needs to move on. Mad Max moves on beating out The Gift. And now we go down to number nine, Spy with Melissa McCarthy against number eight, Straight Out of Compton. Hey, there are those boys again, NWA. <laughs> um, did Spy make your list? It did. Okay. Because... I think, I think it was on mine too, but like at the bottom, I'm trying to remember. Yeah, it, it made my list. And, and here's one thing I will say about this list in general. Because of my inability to be unbiased and objective with Star Wars because I am obsessed and I'm a, I'm a Star Wars fanboy, I did not include The Force Awakens on this list because I would have done everything possible to push it through because it was my favorite movie of the year. Why wouldn't it be? I'm a Star Wars nerd. Uh, so for for all transparency... I would have pushed it over a few of these movies. I, yeah, Force but Awakens you, is all right. You wouldn't have pushed it past probably The Revenant. We'll talk about that when we get to it. <laughs> I'm looking at a few though. I'm like, no, no, I, I will, I will die for this movie before I put Force Awakens. On. It, exactly, and and I, it, you know, it, it wouldn't be fair to me because I know that I can't be unbiased. <laughs> it wouldn't be fair to you. It was what I meant. Um, <laughs> but you'll, you'll find all your little Star Wars fanboys, phone them up, and yeah, just steamroll through the whole bracket. It, exactly. But Spy was on my list, and the, I think when, when I rewatched it a couple months ago, what I loved so much about it was Jason Statham. Oh, Jason Statham. Jason Statham. I'll use, so a, good. I'll use a face-off machine, get a whole new face. <laughs> well, uh, do you have two quarters? Because it costs 50 cents. Oh, I got to pay. <laughs> I drove a car on fire. The car wasn't on fire. I was. <laughs> so good. <laughs> Um, I loved him in that movie. I wish he would do more comedies. I guess you could say like Hobbs and Shaw recently is you know buddy cop action comedy, but more stuff like this, please from Statham. He he's great. He he him and um, uh, Chris Hemsworth, they're fantastic with action comedy. I, that's all I want to see them do, unless see, it's Men in Black International. I didn't hate Men in Black International. I, know. <laughs> I hate you so much. <laughs> I thought you were gonna do the. Why are you the way that you are? Why are you the way that you are? <laughs> yes, you got it. Um, it's so fun. If, I if hate <laughs> so much about the things that you choose to be. <laughs> just follow Chris and I on Twitter, and almost daily we're just exchanging <laughs> that gift. <laughs> yep. Uh, yeah, what? I gave uh, Mission Impossible 3 a three and a half star rating upon rewatching it. <laughs> that was the first Why are you the way that you are? <laughs> oh, JJ. Uh, um, okay, anyway, we're, we're dovetailing. That's what we do. That's what we do at Movie Zaggots. Uh, Spice hilarious. Melissa McCarthy's great in it. But Straight Outta Compton is a music biopic that is not boring, and I wouldn't say terribly formulaic. Uh, you know, I obviously, look at us. You know, we're not the biggest rap fans in the world. Come on. You know, we like Devil Wears Prada, the Kill Switch Gage. Yes. Um,. But Straight Out Compton was very good, and I thought um, O'Shea Jackson was fantastic in the movie. And why is Paul Giamatti in like every music movie? <laughs> <laughs> he's just a, he's the good like manager, just like he, he is playing Jerry. And he, this movie took me by so much surprise, and I watched this just glued because um, 
when when this was actually happening, I was just a chubby little white kid. <laughs> and now I'm just a fat white guy. Yeah, I was about to say, what? <laughs> and and so like I had no idea any of this stuff went on. I was listening to Weird Al. Yeah. And you know Amish Paradise, baby. Oh yeah, my that's gosh. Yes. <laughs> so this I I loved it. I absolutely loved it. And and I actually have an affinity for for old school rap now, but nowhere near, you know, where where some people are and but straight out of Compton to me blows spy out of the water. I am in complete agreement with you. Woo. All right, so straight out of Compton moves on beating out spy and we move down to number 4 Sicario versus number 13 the uh, underseen but very very good it follows. Uh, this is this is a challenging one. It really is cuz Sicario's a freaking like masterpiece thriller but it follows it's a very affecting horror movie with its themes of you know about sexuality i mean what you remember scream and you know jimmy kennedy's going over all the rules and he's like you can't have sex because you will die um it follows you know it's a horror movie in that same vein where if you have sex you will die but it's gonna happen slowly and it's gonna be sinister and this thing is just gonna walk it's gonna be around gruesome and chase oh and the suspense that movie creates is just fantastic. Um, when the super tall dude oh, walks. Man, that got me. <laughs> it takes a lot to make me jump in horror movies. Dude, I flew out of my seat at that. Like, the, jumped up, heart skipped. Oh, and it's just, it's so great because the other characters can't see it. Only the person who's infected. Um, so, Zach, if you haven't seen It Follows, very good movie. Basically, it's a movie about um, sexually transmitted diseases, except the disease is this unstoppable force that will kill you unless you have sex with someone else and pass it on until they die and then it, it goes back it's just a really cool mythology um but sicario man denis oh, our guy our, my boy denis. my man <laughs> and emily blunt oh. uh josh brolin and then there's so many oh my goodness what's Benicio, um Benicio. <laughs> Benicio del Toro, the dude from Get Out, I forget his actual name, Kalua, right? Yeah, Daniel Kalua. Daniel Kalua. Um, and then just John Bernthal, he's overrated, but you know, Josh, he is like one of the best character actors working today. You just watched Ford v Ferrari; he was great in that. Yeah, he's overrated in it. Oh, he's... Stephen Toblowski is the greatest character actor. Working today, Ned. <laughs> hey, I, I like the Tobes, okay, but no, John Berthnall. Why are anyway. you the way that you are? I need to get the fucking. I need to get the pad. Yes, you uh, do. <laughs> I have complete control. <laughs> Dang it, uh, dude! That, that cave scene alone in the movie when they're going through the underground tunnel. Are you kidding me? Roger Deakins behind the camera. The Deeks. The I, the score is mm. unsettling. Ah. <sighs> As much as I love horror movies and you know being a champion for them, Sicario is just a perfect thriller. And the acting, the performances, the story, the cinematography, the music, everything you mentioned, you gotta put it through, Chris. Yes, Sicario moves on, beating out it follows, getting a cure for that terrible STD. Uh, (laughs) Now we go down number twelve, Spotlight against number five, Avengers: Age of Ultron. Yay, Avengers! The worst Avengers movie. Because I'm a Marvel fanboy, Chris. I'm Uh, a Marvel fanboy. And you yourself have said on this podcast how much you love James Spader. Yeah. 
Robert California. Yeah. <laughs> I hate him as Robert California. I love them as Ultron. But they're basically the same people. Did you yes. tell me someone made like the Avengers trailer, but like Robert California? I once? did. Yeah, yeah. That's exactly. yep. You did. You made it. Yep. <laughs> um, but yeah, dude, I, I rewatched Avengers 2. It, it's trying to do too much, and I can see why Joss Whedon uh, ended up kind of leaving the MCU. I could see yep. the pressure. You could see it in the movie with the whole Thor storyline trying to set things up. Where, you know, down the road, Thor's thing didn't really pay off. It just laid seeds. There wasn't really anything terribly important about it. Spotlight won Best Picture. You're not terribly important to me. <laughs> Spotlight won Best Picture that year. I always think of Morgan Freeman opening up the envelope. Spotlight. Spotlight. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, at least people actually pronounced it right instead of Pong Juno. <laughs> Freaking Spike Lee. Pong Juno. Oh, every time he won an Oscar this past Sunday, I kept doing the Jay and Silent Bob. (laughs) (laughs) I was so happy. And that, like, I rewound it while we're watching it uh, for screenplay when the other the other writers talking and he just looks at his award and just giggles. Yeah. (laughs) So perfect. I love that guy. I rewatched him winning director today um, just because I just I needed to see it. You know, just because mm-hmm. it's so, you can tell he loves movies, other filmmakers. He has so much respect for these titans. We're back on Parasite. We're not supposed to be. I know. <laughs> we'll get into 2019, but All he right. did make a Texas Chainsaw Massacre reference. That was so great. Arr, I love Bog. But uh, anyway, back to this bracket. See, Avengers 2, dude, I've said it so many times. I'm, I'm a big Marvel shill, but Spotlight was a great movie. Yes, it was. I'm surprised it's number 12, but we have our first upset. Oh, yeah. Number 12, Spotlight beats out Avengers Age of Ultron. It doesn't feel like an upset, though. I mean, Spotlight is... Emotionally, it's not an upset. Yeah. So, all right. So, let's move over to the uh, right side of the bracket. We have the number two seed. Oh, baby. Mission Impossible Rogue Nation versus number 15, X-Crapina. Or is that what you're going to type? X-Machina. Oh, my gosh. I love (laughs) it. I think you said on a few podcasts, we're talking about Oscar Isaac, how you didn't like this movie. And I don't know, understand. Oscar Isaac's great, Dom Hall Gleason, and of course, Alicia Vikander. Oh, this is where I fell in love with her. Really f- good, cerebral, sci-fi film. And you think, what, it's overrated? I think you, you used, I hated it. You do your usual Chris thing. Oh, I thought it was a ginormous piece of crap. I hate so much about the things that you choose to be yep <laughs> yeah but dude all right you know i'll let you have your day in the sun here and i know x machina made my list but dude mission impossible rogue nation oh my gosh the I... best mission impossible to that point yeah thank you but i don't agree that far uh it is the second best to that point mm, mm. Are you saying JJ number three? No, John Woo number two. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, we are in agreement. <laughs> Jesus. I had to just that once. Was good. <laughs> uh, Mission Impossible: Rogue Nation. Okay, we come off of. <clears throat> excuse me. We come off of Ghost Protocol, and it's like okay, that was good. Brad Bird did a pretty good job. The Burj Khalifa scene was amazing. Everything else is just pretty good. Um, 
it was better than number two, not better than number one or number three, in my opinion. So I'm going into Rogue Nation. I'm thinking, wow, Christopher McQuarrie, like I love his writing. I love what he's done behind the camera with the exception of, you know, uh, Jack Reacher. I didn't all too care, all too much care about Jack Reacher. It's a movie. It, it was okay. It, it's a Tom Cruise movie. And so I thought if anything can actually be good about this, it will be the chemistry between Tom Cruise and Chris McQuarrie, and it will be a well-written movie. And what I love is that he had he took everything that we saw in number three, that number three gave to four, and four developed it, and then five took that and did it even further. Yeah. And that's what I loved about it so much, besides just all the action, the story element of it. That's what I really enjoyed. Oh, for sure. And we, we we get a major improvement on our villain for number four, very forgettable villain for Michael Nyquist. Number five, you get Sean Harris as, um, but God, I just watched these movies. I'm totally blank. It's Solomon Lane. <laughs> I just watched these like two days ago. Um, and then the introduction of Rebecca Ferguson in this movie so is Ilsa Fox. So good. Just an instantly iconic character in this universe. She, yeah, everything she does is fantastic. She's formidable. She's sexy. She's smart. She's vulnerable. I I love this element. And, then of course, all the usual Mission Impossible tropes with all the deception, the masks. And then, of course, the great action scenes. I, I wrote this in my little review on uh, Letterboxd. Dude, you have this awesome heist to get this uh, key card, which goes straight into a car chase, which goes straight into an amazing motorcycle chase. And this oh is boom, boom, boom. <laughs> and and they're shot really well. Um, edited fantastically. I always think, did you ever see a Taken 3? Um, Liam? What? Taken 3. Yeah, just third. repeat that whole sentence and ask yourself before you ask it. Would did Chris ever... have, have a yes to this question? <laughs> yes. No. Okay. Well, I did. And let me tell you something about Taken 3. All the chases are so incoherently edited. I got a headache. But when you watch Rogue Nation and you watch these chasings, you're caught up. You're not just caught up in, in the action. You're just caught up in the imagery. And the stunts, Cruz, you know, doing his thing, riding the motorcycles. like. Well, the plane uh, at the beginning. Oh, my God. How can I not talk about the plane at the beginning? Uh, Insane. And that was, you know, the poster. That was the poster. It, um, it's in the first five minutes of the film. And it I know. I was shocked. I was shocked that what they deem would be the biggest set piece in the trailers was in the opening scene. Oh. But that that underwater breathing sequence. Oh my gosh! Was so intense. It was so nuts. I. Well, th- this is moving through. We're, we're going to talk about this more. Mission Impossible: Rogue Nation number two beats X Crapina. Yay! Yay! And let's move below. Number 10, Room. Not The Room. Room with Brie Larson against number 7, The Revenant. Very interesting. We have Best Actress and Best Actor going up against each other, Chris. May may I say something? May I speak? The Revenant is good. You watch it and you're like, wow, this is insane. I love you know, the, the cinematography. Oh, they use natural light. Awesome. I can't understand a word Tom Hardy's saying. Can you put the <laughs> subtitles on? Cool. Wow. Can you believe they did that? How did they do that? He must have frozen. That wasn't a real bear. Crazy. Oh, he killed him. Movie's over. But then Room takes you to an emotional place, um, uh, especially, I think, as a parent. Uh, and even if you're not, she's a young girl. So it's this this spot where... 
it's just so visceral. So I know I already said the, the adjective unnerving, but it is. And there's, there's so many aspects. I, I walked in thinking this movie was going to be all about the journey to escape, not understanding that it was going to be the journey after. And to basically have this, this girl saying, I thought I'd be happy. And a boy who so innocently and played beautifully and tremendously by Jacob Tremblay, not understand anything outside of the four walls that was room and not understand that grass is real the sky is real that his mother came from a place she has a name she has family everything that he has watched on tv is completely not what he thinks is fake and it it just it battles with the her dad's inability to look at her son and her love for the son despite the father it's just there's so much this movie's not like a hey let's watch a movie guys but it is (laughs) It is just such a rewarding experience to make it the entire way. God, you just want to end the episode now in Crown Room? God, I was, <laughs> I, I'm about to cry. That was beautiful. Uh, I, I couldn't be in agreement with you more. Um, look, The Revenant's a fine movie. Su- supremely overrated. Um, Leo should have won the Oscar years before for Wolf of Wall Street. I would have given it to him for once upon a time over this. Just this was the oh, Leo Ooh, I don't know if I would have done would have done that. Rick Dalton's amazing. Well, get, I can't wait for twenty nineteen. Um, <laughs> Revenant. Um, it was. Let's give Leo the Oscar. You know, he, he fought a bear. All right, cool, good for him. Yeah, dude. Room is the easy choice here. It's not even a question. And it is still an upset. Number ten beats out number seven. Yay! Yay! Captain Marvel, go. No. Now we have. <laughs> We have number three. I love it when this happens on movie zaggots. Jesus. What? <laughs> what? We're, name the movies. <laughs> number, oh, yeah, this. <laughs> number three, Inside Out. against number 14, The Witch. Listen up, you zags. Hashtag movie zaggots. <laughs> this is the only place where you get Inside Out versus The Witch. Um, how do we. to live deliciously. <laughs> Yes. Oh, Black Adam. Uh, Black Philip. Philip, thank you. Sorry. I was just reading about (laughs) (laughs) The the Rock. Yep, thank you. No, Black Philip lived deliciously. Okay. All right. So Chris and I are big fans of The Witch. Actually, it's my wallpaper right now. If I were to share you my screen, Chris, you would see Black Philip. (laughs) Wow. Mine is Rise of Skywalker. (laughs) Of course. Um,. Dude, Inside Out is a lovely movie. So smart, so fun, so original. And, you know, it's the kind of movie you wish they made more of. Same with The Witch. <laughs> right? <laughs> Folk horror, a very, what would you say, unnerving, very unsettling movie. I mean, I, I'm we've given enough time. Dude, like a baby gets diced up in the first ten minutes of this movie and put in a stew. That's nuts. I've never seen that before. <laughs> I remember going, oh, my God. I'm what? <laughs> I, I think it is so cleverly written. Mm. And I love the characters. I love um uh Thomason's father. Yes. Oh, he he's so good, but he's he's not great in much other things, which is why it surprises me and the mother, she's in the last Jedi 
just for a split second. And uh, I, I think he even mentions Ryan Johnson in his commentary even mentions that she's in the witch. Um, <laughs> but I, I remember just watching this movie glued the entire time yes. and then it ends. And I think, what did I just witness? <laughs> Whereas I watch inside out and to me, inside out is a great movie to watch the first time. Then the second time you, you pick up on a few more. And then after that, it's all about the beats that that work, and there's a lot that don't. And well, specific. How, well, how about watching that movie as a parent, especially as your kids get older? The Bing Bong scene. Oh I will never not cry at. Oh. <laughs> if if you don't cry when Bing Bong disappears, you have no soul. Take you... Riley to the moon for me. Oh, my. oh stop! Don't do it. <laughs> when they they keep going down. Who's mm. your friend who likes to play Bing Bong? Oh my goodness! <laughs> it, it, it's uh, now s- I don't know. Yeah, no. right. <laughs> Sorry, like I, we talk ourselves out of this. This is a tough matchup, man, because I really enjoy both these movies for their their own merits. You know, the anarchist in me, the guy who who's the champion for horror. I do want to put the witch through. Inside Out has its own freaking ride at, at a, almost a Universal at Disneyland. Um, very revered movie. I don't think it's Pixar's best movie. I think it's up there, but The Witch was what Robert Eggers, man. Don't do it. Don't even don't. It'll make me cry. Uh, Disney's gonna come after us. By the way, you better stop. Um, don't do it. I'm going with The Witch. Let's let's go to The Witch. I'm going with The Witch. You're gonna make me cry. I don't want you to bring up any more clips. We're going with The Witch. Take her to the moon for me. Damn it. And the music's so good. Oh, music and the witch is great. I all right, all that. right, I'll go the witch. Yeah. How many the people witch. are yelling in their cars right now? I hope a lot. Yeah, but the I witch. Like all three listeners. <laughs> we have way more than that. I know we do. We have seven. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, the witch beats out inside out, uh, beats out inside out, uh, to move on, and it will face either the number eleven seed, the Kingsman, or number six, the Big Short. Oh, the Big Short! Did and one of these, one of these will fall short. Oh, right, and it's right. it's the one that didn't make my list. Kingsman? Yeah. Come on. It was fine. The Big Short was fine. No, The Big Short was great. It's Adam McKay going, oh, look, I can make smart movies now. Brad Pitt. Cass is great. Bale, Carell, Gosling. Yeah. Hey, and, but Chris, I don't know. My biggest takeaway from that movie is Margot Robbie in the bathtub. No, it wasn't. Yeah, it wasn't. I, oh, I'm a guy. I'm a guy. Christian Bale. He was great. Steve Carell, Ryan Gosling. Uh, you have Anthony Bourdain giving a a perfect analogy of of what um, what did they call it? I forget what it's called, but because it's forgettable. Shut your mouth. The only redeeming factor of the Kingsman is the church scene. Other than that, it's garbage. Oh! You're welcome. I was about to give you Big Short too. I was about to give it to you, and then you you go, oh, it's garbage. Let me let me just play this for you. Why are you the way that you are? <laughs> since you Stop. can't uh 
Yeah. Um, no, Kingsman's not garbage, uh, but I think it's weak. I, th- I think out of Guy Ritchie movies especially, it is at the bottom of the list. Well, it's not a Guy Ritchie movie. It's a Matthew Vaughn movie. Sorry, Matthew Vaughn. I'm, I just watched Gentleman. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I haven't seen that yet. I need to check that out. Um, Matthew Vaughn even. But yes, he did, he did, he, Matthew Vaughn did go to the Guy Ritchie school of like British filmmaking. Uh, yeah, See, the, that's the, the how. Church, look, the church scene's great. I, I like the fight at the end. The soundtrack's cool. It's a really fun movie. It's a nice little twist in the spy movie. But I'll give you a big short, okay? Because I, I have my reasons. Put it on through. All right, big short moves on. Plus, did the movie really have to end with an anal sex joke? Yes. No. <laughs> You're disgusting. No. <laughs> All right. So we are going to move back to the left side of the bracket. Uh, this is going to be a longer episode. We're 33 minutes in. and we- Oh. Yeah. And I was complaining, like, oh, this year was that. <laughs> right? All right. So we have Mad Max against Straight Outta Compton. Round two. Uh, see, I, you said it's dumb, and I'm like, yeah, they're kind of dumb, but all right. Round two. Fight. Mad Max against Straight Outta Compton. I can't deviate from the number one seed. It's number one for a reason. Correct. Yeah? Yeah. Oh, dude, straight out Compton. Great performances. Great biopic. But Bad Max changed the game, dude. Yep. With all the practical stunts. It's a, it's a long car chase. You want know, to just boil it down. Um, it's Waterworld the- on dirt. <laughs> and all the gifts that came for it, too. You know, I like those gifts. Mediocre. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> that's bait. <laughs> that's bait. I love that one. That one's great. <laughs> Especially when it's like a troll comment and the guy yep. right below posted. Yep. So, oh, that's so the perfect. best. All right. Mad so Mad Max. Max. All right. Moves on. Beating out straight out of Compton. Uh, so now, go ahead. Oh, I'm eating a pizza roll. Oh, I didn't realize you just stuffed your face. I, did, I was trying to get it in between. That's what she said. Oh, dang it. I had one too. <laughs> that's what she said. <laughs> Uh, all right, Sicario against Spotlight. This Spotlight. is tough. <laughs> Spotlight. Uh, <laughs> mm. I've watched uh, Sicario more than I've watched Spotlight. Spotlight, while a very good movie, <laughs> the subject matter, it's just so... <sighs> oh, boy. It's not something that's going to brighten your day. I mean, neither Sicario is not the feel-good movie of the year either, but... <sighs> this is tough, man. What are you going with? Where are you leaning? Because I'm going I... Sicario. You're going Sicario? Both subject matters are different, but I think Sicario is a better made movie. Okay. Um, cinematography, acting, the the tension with the music that builds, the entire cave scene at the end, how oh. it's shot, how it's presented, Benicio and his Benicio. role, and the, the entire storyline of it being we, we use drugs to pay for the wars. The wars, you know, cost money. We control what we want so that we can have money and control. But the Vatican knew, man. They knew. Yeah. And they covered it up. Yeah. And so, like, we went in knowing the entire outcome of the movie of Spotlight. Okay. <laughs> but you didn't know what was going to happen in Sicario. But I did know what was going to happen in Spotlight. Spotlight. Uh, <laughs> so I, I won't be able to get that out of my head all night. And then, nope. of course, I'm going to listen to this episode and be like, great. <laughs> um, Sicario. Sicario, Sicario. Oh, boy. What a semifinal oh, right man. There. Sicario will face off against Mad Max. Oh, oh my. This is a big one. 
Okay. Now we have Mission Impossible Rogue Nation facing off against Room. Ah, Room. For everything you said, and I don't need you to go on another soliloquy about that, but which was beautiful. Um, <laughs> Mission Impossible Rogue Nation set pieces are great. That whole we didn't even talk about the whole opera house scene. Oh um, my gosh! So much tension, so much going on. A great little fight scene. Good comedic beats in the movie. <laughs> Join the IMF. See the world on a monitor in a closet. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Simon Pegg. Uh, but Room, man. I mean, Brie Larson deserved that Oscar. She really did. And it's not just her. Like you said, the movie's just expertly made. Um, I love the overhead shot, you know, when she's hiding in the truck while he's driving off. And it just kind of, like, follows them. And my palms are, like, sweating. Just Mom's like spaghetti. Eminem at the <laughs> Oscars. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to go with Room, dude. As much as I love that Mission Impossible wow. uh, franchise, I'm going to go with Room. I, oh my goodness. See, you had me, and then you mentioned the opera scene. Mm. And that kind of teetered me back. I was going to go room, but. That's why That's why I talked about the truck scene. I'm just trying to, you know, if we're going to compare apples and oranges here, both very tense scenes, very well made, very. Okay, <sighs> I'll go good. I'll go room. Also because Mission Impossible, just that, that one is not the best one. Correct, it is not the best one. Room, another huge upset, defeats the number two seed. Jeez, I didn't even realize that. Holy cow. I think this is the highest a below, like, number six movie has made it. Wasn't Jackass 3D, like, uh, 16 or something? It didn't get to the semis. (laughs) No. (laughs) All right, so Room We got some black on on Twitter for that, by the way. Did you see that? Yeah. uh, Tampa movie guy? Yeah. Yeah. Tampa I love Tampa guy. Movie Guy. I don't he's, know his real name. He's a sweetheart. Name, he, but, he follows uh, us. He, he retweets our stuff, but he doesn't like Jackass 3D. Why TMG. That, Come that on, man. Me. All right. So we go down t- uh, to the bottom right where we have the number 14 seed, The Witch, versus the number 16 seed, The Big Short. May, may I? <sighs> Again? Please. Go. Go forth. I'm going to eat a pizza roll. The Witch deserves to move on over The Big Short. Ah, oh. Yes! yes. <laughs> Yay! Well, I'm going to save that for later now. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah! That's another huge upset, man! You you agree? Of course I agree! That's why I didn't want to like die in the hill for Kingsman, because I'm like, I love the witch so much more. Anya Taylor-Joy did. Oh, I love her. So good. The Tom witch. Hansen? The witch moves on The witch defeat. is living deliciously. Oh, Thou like to live deliciously, dude. That scene creeped me out and like had me in awe at the same time. It was so right. weird. I can't describe right. it enough because oh. <laughs> it never shows like Black Philip transform into the devil, and then you just see like the hand. Oh, it's so good. All right, man, we're at the semis. Wow, okay, so the semifinal movies are Mad Max, Sicario, Room, and The Witch, which means. Round three, fight! Mad Max. (laughs) I was about to say, keep in mind, the two movies that move on will go to our end of the decade episode. Oh. The the giant movie Zaggots episode. No! Yeah, Chris. And look, we got Mad Max versus Sicario against each other. No! (laughs) 
This could have been the final two, honestly. No! <laughs> no, God, please! No, God, please, no! <sighs> Sicario needs to be on that list. Because I want Mad Max to go through. <laughs> but Mad Max needs to be on the list because I also want Sicario to go through. <laughs> no, this sucks. But that's the way the cookie crumbles on the old booby zaggots. Which one do you want to go through, my friend? I know which one I want. You want a one, two, three? It? One, two, three. Sicario. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I don't know what to do. Why Sicario over Mad Max? <laughs> I'm trying to formulate an argument because I love Mad Max. I, I really don't want to argue against yeah, Tell Mad yourself Max. why Mad Max sucks. It doesn't. Uh-huh. It's a great movie. Here's I can the thing. understand Tom Hardy in this one. <laughs> he says five words, though. Here's, here's the thing that I will say about Mad Max that I think a lot of people overlook. All they do say is what you said around earlier, which is it's just a 90-minute car chase, which I completely disagree. There is so much exposition in the movie, and all it is, though, is visual. You have to watch the movie to understand and formulate your whereabouts of, of what is going on in this world. You have the little dialogue, the fight for gasoline, you know, all that at the beginning, the news clips and everything. But then you understand everybody looks up to a Morton Joe as this savior and he convinces them he is. He's got these fat women breastfeeding and, and just pumping out milk, which they use to survive. He controls the water. It's pure and green. They're trying to get to the green place, but there's control. Gastown, there's other factions and gangs that have control of their area. There's so much. All right, all right. Put it on through. No way. Yep. (laughs) I I love the movie. I think I just, I, I, maybe you could call it bias, dude. I love Denis Villeneuve so much, so much. And Sicario's great. I think Prisoners is a better movie, and we've already covered that. So, that I was while you're explaining all that stuff, tipping me, I, I was also having an internal debate. Mad Max, moves through. I'm sorry, Emily. God, wow, Emily, I love her so much. Damn it. So, okay. Mad Max moves on to the finals and the end of decade megasode of movie zaggots. What is your choice now? We have Room against. The witch. Oh, two strong female leads. Just expertly what made film. Want? Thou. What can thou give? <laughs> What's the like the taste of butter? Yes. Chris. Are, are we doing this? Dude, let's do it. Let's live deliciously. Oh, <laughs> the witch moves yeah! on, beating out room. The 14th seed makes it to the finals. Are you kidding me? <laughs> I don't think that has ever happened. Do you believe in miracles? Yes. <laughs> oh, my gosh. The witch bested the likes of Mission Impossible Rogue Nation, though Revenant. Inside Out, of course. Spotlight. Everything is proceeding as I have foreseen. Oh, God. That's a good drop, but I don't like it. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) 
All right. We're the in it. Witch. This is it. This is. Let the final battle begin. Do it. <laughs> I forgot to put that one on there. Do it. Do it. Uh, I, I can do. I can. I can do it. Do it. Um. All right. As much as we were just celebrating the witch, I, I kind of felt like Parasite winning Best Picture right there. Right. <laughs> witch getting to the finals of 2015. Congratulations. Um, but that's as far as it goes. <laughs> <laughs> but we will see because I am in complete agreement. Mad Max uh, is... Uh, oh, I don't know now. <laughs> Stop. It's the number one seed for a reason. It had so many accolades. I've yet to see anyone who doesn't like the movie. My mother. Well, okay. Well, anyone. Never mind. Your mother's a very lovely woman. Um, Yay. Chris, I think. Does that mean? I, I think that means for the year 2015, Movie Zagat certified. The best movie of 2015 is Mad, Mad Max Fury, Fury Road. Yes. <laughs> But the witch made it all the way to the semis. <laughs> well, I mean, and then holy the finals. Cow. Yeah, yeah, that's what I meant. Sorry, my goodness, I'm just terrible today. That's why I'm here. It's all right. Thank you. But wow, well, we're gonna see it again, and I, I wonder if it's gonna break any more hearts when we get to the end of the year. I hope so, but I mean, that's that's gonna be tough because that is gonna be the ultimate most stacked list. I think we've ever done. Yep. This is yep. this is big. And man, I can't. All right, I'm not. I'm not gonna lie. 2015 did not shake out the way I thought. Me neither. I did not. I thought this was gonna be. Um, I didn't realize until we got to the point that Sicario and Mad Max would <laughs> one would decide which one's in and not. But I thought this was gonna be Mad Max against Mission Impossible. I so did I. So did I. But. You know, I j- just rewatching Mission Impossible movies. I am saving my love for a few more episodes. You know, you know what's coming. All so, right, that's it. 2015's done, baby. We zagged it. We zagged it hard. Well, thank you guys so much for listening. Come back next week because we're going to do 2016. You can hit us up online to tell us how much you disagree with us. Uh, you can find Marcus at. Murray Marcus on Twitter and Letterboxd. You can find me at Zimabimbim across the board. Check the show notes. There's links to all of them in the show notes as well, including both our Letterboxd. And uh, if you guys like this show, make sure you check out Nothing But Star Wars, as well as Chris on Movies. And thank you for Chris on Movies, Chris. Uh, (laughs) I've been enjoying it on my commutes. Well, good. It's uh, I'm increasing the output and uh, I've got an episode with Hal Rudnick coming out soon from Screen Junkies, as well as Dan Merle. But uh, that's going to be a great, great time on that show. But thank you guys so much. And later, you zags. <laughs>